This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 178. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always is my co-host, Adam Bell. Hey, Peter, how you doing? I'm feeling pretty good. How about yourself? I feel pretty good, too. It's a nice yeah. fall day here. Um, yes. Nothing's broken. I mean, like, body-wise, I'm feeling pretty good. Excellent. How about you? Excellent. I just had a two-hour massage, so I'm feeling pretty good, too. You can see like <laughs> my eyes are a little puffy because like the blood was running to my head. Did she bite you on the rear like Phoebe? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, there's someone that I just... I, I see someone else for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a different parlor altogether. Totally different <laughs> massage, different, different, different type of therapy. It's probably... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So, no, it's funny. Yeah, the weather is pretty nice here today, too. Um, and um, I'm back to my pretty much my pre- marathon training schedule when it comes to running now mm -hmm. so i'm going back to you know I'm, I'm ramping back up again but i've done a um, couple of 10ks and yesterday i did one in the trails mm -hmm. and uh yeah so it's fun so like every other day i'm just going out for a run again now and uh so uh my running buddy greg he said this weekend he was going to start putting together his marathon training plan and uh, so i'm going to put one together too we'll probably train like we'll probably have different plans and just mm -hmm. figure the overlap and stuff. Cause our, our schedules don't always align. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily, not necessarily a bad thing if we don't train the exact same time all, you know, all the mm -hmm. time, but we'll, we'll have plenty, <clears throat> plenty of times during the week when we can run together again. So that'll be fun. Cool. Be are you going to do, are you going to do a standard marathon, another this ultra marathon? This or one's just a standard. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this will be next April. It's, it's uh, in Derry, New Hampshire, and it's called the Dairy Cheap uh, Marathon. Dairy Cheap? <laughs> it's Dairy Cheap. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. And you but didn't yeah. hurt anything? The only, uh, the only lasting effect since the ultra right now is my, uh, my, one of my big toes, the nail is black. Oh, you got it. Yep. And, um, it feels fine. The first two days afterwards, it hurt. Mm. And I thought it was going to come off. It felt like it was separating and stuff. Um, it seems to have stabilized and gone back, you know, back in, it feels pretty normal. Just like on a scale of one to 10, it's like a one for tenderness right now. Yeah. Um, and it feels like when you squeeze it, it feels solid and stuff. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on there. It doesn't it doesn't hurt anymore for like for like two, three days. I couldn't wear shoes uh, like normal shoes. I had to wear my running mm -hmm. shoes with the extra wide toe box and the extra space mm -hmm. or my sandals. Um, yeah. But now it seems to be getting better. So I knew this guy a long time ago. His name was Delmer. He's probably dead by now. But uh, I don't know. He was a marathon runner. But he, you know, he said he would run the ultra marathons and sometimes his toenails would just fall off at the end of the the marathon. I have <laughs> heard that a lot about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So um, I would like to think that maybe he had the wrong shoes. Yeah, of course he was, but, you know, he was old in 1994 when I knew him. So... Right. So he was probably not running with the same quality of gear that you're running with now, as far as mm -hmm. foot protection goes. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. yeah, you're probably right. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of the wrong shoes. Uh -huh. So like my favorite um, trail running shoe to date uh, has been the New Balance Summit Unknown. Summit unknown. Summit unknown. And during COVID times, that seemed to just like go away. Like it, it was gone. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I and I, I looked like they had just discontinued it. Mm -hmm. Um. So 
now apparently it, it exists again uh it was updated just like last month in september oddly enough just a few days before my race mm-hmm. um only nobody has any stock in it <laughs> you can't get it anywhere <laughs> and like you know i went to amazon and i looked at it and they have all the different colors and all the different sizes and i found the color that i want and the size that i want now, and they show a bunch that aren't there they're grayed out right so like i can't get a 7.5 you know seven and a half wide they don't have mm-hmm. that but they have a 12 wide which is what i wear and like great i select it i add it to my cart and it says temporarily out of stock we'll let you know when it's back in stock you know that is an interesting phenomenon that i just figured out with the lavender farm yeah um you've got well like that story with new balance with that particular product if you're going to play big you got to be prepared to deliver big so well yeah i mean (laughs) because but because i was thinking of how daunting a task it is to come up with a shoe line so let's say that you came out with this super awesome shoe it's worse for you to show the best shoe on the planet that you can't buy than it is to actually make it i mean it's Mm -hmm. like how many people hate Elon Musk because he can't deliver a great product? Apparently not enough to keep him from becoming the world's richest man. Not enough, but, but yeah, but I mean, just imagine if he was able to deliver his ideas and his product or service that he has in mind. So it, like I said, it's, it's almost worse to not, it's, it's, it's worse to have an idea that you can't deliver than, you know, have a small product that you can deliver. And, from my perspective it is yeah because i was thinking about that at the lavender farm so i was i was i was imagining just imagining i was like just imagine if marriott decided that they wanted to use our lavender in all their soaps you know let's just say that they they're like okay yeah we want roaming room soap in every one of our hotels like oh my goodness that's a lot of money I can't deliver that. Exactly. (laughs) How am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? I'm not prepared to do that. So it's, it's way worse for me to have that deal and lose it than to never have had it at all. (laughs) You must have come across business opportunities though, that you had to, like you couldn't, um, that you couldn't, couldn't Couldn't deliver. Yeah. Yeah. You must have like, this is just too big for us. Right. I can't, I can't do this. You know, I can't say that I have. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just because it, it kind of, it kind of petered out. It wasn't, it, it it petered out. (laughs) (laughs) That that was not a, uh, that was not a, uh, a slam on you. You're telling me that I can't deliver. Thanks. (laughs) Oh man. And I thought I was having feelings of inadequacy with women. Now you're telling me this uh, on my business today. What am I going to do? No, it's just, uh, you know, the service that we offered and the service that they needed, you know, we couldn't, it never really got that far. So, you know, yeah i get that i get that yeah but it's a it's an interesting problem that i never perceived before i mean it's a very common problem because lots of people have products you know they get Mm -hmm. known on the internet for whatever reason then now all of a sudden they've got to produce it and it's the negativity that you get by not delivering your product is almost way worse than delivering a mediocre product (sighs) yeah and then you can do the texas the texas thing the tesla thing and do both (laughs) not deliver and then you deliver you know a a good well there's that slight difference you deliver a good product with crap service Uh, yeah (laughs) or you deliver what starts to be a good product which rapidly peters out (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you yeah i'm putting that down products that peter out (laughs) i need to under it doesn't need to be a capitalized though it doesn't right <laughs> thank you thank you for specifying that or unspecifying that as the case may be oh that's oh, funny man so yeah. did you before we leave the marathon yes did you I'm get to wear the ultra apple watch to the marathon <laughs> to the ultra marathon very funny that would have been nice that was my intention and no i did not uh-huh uh, because uh here's the reason why 
I wanted to, uh, I didn't want to wait. I wanted to pick the app, the watch up in store, and I didn't want to order it and take a chance that it would be um, delivered to my house while mm -hmm. I was gone for a few days and sitting outside on the you know front deck or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and the Apple stores had none in stock. And so I ended up ordering one and picking it up in person. Uh, but the only one they had was the Alpine loop. Uh -huh. right? And I wanted the trail loop, the endurance loop, because the, the Alpine loop, I get it. it you know, it's, it's, it's cool. And it's got this hook type clasp, which is like reminiscent of a carabiner, or, you know, a, oh, hook yeah. that a hiker would use and stuff, which is great. It's really secure. And it, you know, I can snugly, put it like a little tighter for a workout fit or a little looser for casual fit. Mm -hmm. So that's good. But you can see how I'm sort of struggling with it just a little bit. If you're watching, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching that <laughs> and I don't want to be doing that when I'm running. No, which is why I want the trail loop, which is Velcro. It has this extra little pull tab on it. You can just pull it and adjust it real quick, which is nice. not terribly different from the standard Velcro ones that I've seen, you know, that the other Apple's uh, watches have. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not sure if it's so good. I'm not sure if it's worth the $99 that Apple is uh, charging for mm -hmm. these. Yeah. Um, so I said to myself, well, you know what I can do? Because I wanted this watch, but then I was told that I wasn't going to be able to get the um, um, the, 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 the trail loop, the endurance uh, athlete trail loop until like, I forget. There's a number of different, like Best Buy had it at this time. Apple had it at this time. Verizon had it at this time. And I was tempted to go with Verizon because number one, they would maybe have a better chance of activating the stupid thing without me taking weeks and weeks of going through tech support to try to get them to fix it, which is what happened the last time Apple swapped out a watch for me. Mm -hmm. And number two, they were offering $180 mm -hmm. in trade for my Series 6. Nice. As opposed to 120 which is what Apple was offering me. Mm -hmm. But it turns out Verizon was not going to do it until uh, they weren't going to have that until like November 17th or something. I'm like, no, no I don't want to wait another month. Mostly, I really wanted to do this. Um, I traded it. Uh, so what happened is my running buddy, Greg, paid me $120 for my Series 6. Yeah. So now I have another Apple Watch workout buddy. But more importantly, when I go for <laughs> runs, I have a running buddy who has accurate GPS tracking and a decent watch. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy about that because he was using this ancient Fitbit thing. And like it, it, half the time, it'd be like he's waiting for GPS, waiting for GPS. Uh, yeah. And then we would go and he would message me and it would lose like half of his run at the end you know you'd look on the strava map and it's like curve curve up and down up and down straight line right back to the parking lot <laughs> Good job. this is where i, I flew. flew i flew <laughs> over the mountain exactly so i'm glad that that you know so we got him upgraded and um what's mm -hmm. kind of funny is i learned if you pay monthly for apple care if mm -hmm. you do the monthly thing as opposed to the annual or the, the two-year plan mm -hmm. you cannot transfer that to someone else you can uh, transfer it to your own new device, but you can't transfer it to a new person. So, so he, that means they can't get Apple Care on that watch. That's right. Oh, yeah, which sucks. So, even though it's for, been under Apple Care its whole the life, the whole time, the whole time, yep, still is now. So, the funny thing is, he took it and, um, and he has the, uh, um, it showed up in his, um, what's my thingy? Uh, his Apple ID. It automatically was removed out of my devices mm -hmm. in Apple, which I was kind of surprised about because you know, like when I look and find my devices and I log into the iCloud portal, mm -hmm. I had had devices that I have traded into Apple that have sat there for like years. Mm -hmm. That you know, which tells me that they probably just got recycled or something. Yeah. Um, but apparently, since he added it to his account. You it didn't says, even oh, remove it from yours? I, di I didn't have a chance. I logged in to remove it and it was gone. Oh. And he had it. So but, if I come but, to visit, I might walk away with your Ultra and I'll just you might. attach it to my account while you're not looking. <laughs> and I will still have the privilege of paying for Apple Care because awesome. that is still in my account. <laughs> you're so, welcome. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so what I told him was that I would leave, you know, I would just leave it on it. Uh, I think it goes until the end of this month. I said, I would just, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's one of my closest friends. So, well, you mm. know, I said, if you want to keep it under Apple care, you know, pay me four bucks a month or, you know, buy a yeah. beer or, you know, whatever, a <laughs> yeah. donut when we go after a run or something like that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so there you go. Um, except you'll have to call it in if it has problems. Well, you can just say his name is Greg. They're not <laughs> yeah. going to know. You mean Peter. <laughs> I, but right, right. He could, <laughs> say, well, he could say his name is Greg, and then they might ask him what the hell he's doing with Peter's watch. But besides that, <laughs> yeah. he's petered out again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's better than Gregging out, right? Gregging <laughs> out. Better than Gregging out. He gregged out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, other than that, I really do like the Ultra. Um, first impressions. First impressions. It's heavy, heavy. It's definitely it is a heavier than the old ones. Noticeably heavier. The size difference does not bother me. Right. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel it is definitely bigger. But I have you know, heard some people complaining. Oh, my God, it's so much. It makes my wrist look so small. And like, I don't I don't I guess I don't have that problem. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. compensating for something. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, you know, you know what they say about men with big wrists. I mean, got to wear big watches. <laughs> so, so um i uh so i got used to that though but i noticed like some of the older um straps that i have if it's not really snug uh for working out it needs to be like a little tighter because the older ones that i would have that would give like a snug enough fit for a run mm -hmm. it's not snug enough for the heavy watch so it uh. starts to shake and wobble around Mm -hmm. So you need something, you know, stronger like that. So um, what I was saying, though, is like I really wanted that endurance loop. So I thought about, well, I could just return it because I bought it at Best Buy. They've got a return policy. And maybe I could return it and exchange it for one with the right, you know, band that I wanted and not have to pay $99 for a new one. Mm -hmm. And then Best Buy is like, well, we may charge you a $45 restocking fee. <laughs> Plus, I have to go there. And, you know, and then I have to take that roulette, you know, chance of Verizon screwing up the transfer again when I return this one and activate the new one and cancel Apple Care. And I'm like, let me go over to Etsy. And I go over to Etsy <laughs> and I look and I found a brand spanking new, really nice polished imitation knockoff, whatever, looks just like the Apple Watch Ultra Bands for $7.50 shipped. <laughs> <laughs> probably made by the same children in a third world country <laughs> in a sweatshop yep problem <laughs> solved so yeah so that's what i did there um and uh yeah i like the ultra that the it takes a long time to um to to charge it definitely charges more slowly because it's got the bigger battery mm -hmm. but it discharges way slower too and I'm not even, it's like, this is the way it should be. I am not constantly staring at the battery. Like before I go, oh, I don't have it at 95% before I go out on a 10K run. I'm going to, you know, range anxiety. Oh my God, mm -hmm. that's gone. That's gone. So I'm very happy about that. And when um, you say, so how, how long can you get, like if you were to go run with a 95% charge right now, what would you yeah. come back with? I mean, if I did a 10K, it'd probably be down like 10, 15% or something, maybe. 10%. And that's using the cellular with it? Yeah, with everything enabled. Yeah. I didn't, I don't remember what it was yesterday. I think I left yesterday morning. It was around 80 or 85 or 90%. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't even remember what it came, what it came back was, but that's the, that's the point is like, I'm not fixated on it because it's mm -hmm. got enough battery life that I don't have to be. Yeah. Which is nice. So, um, yeah, so that so that's going on. Um, one thing that's different is now it has a button on the other side, in addition to the digital crown and the whatever the 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 the, the button that they have. Yeah. There's another new action button, which for me, when I hit it, it just opens the workout app. Mm -hmm. Um, but I used to wear my Apple Watch upside down. I would flip it so that mm -hmm. the dial you'd have to use your thumb to move the crown dial around. Mm -hmm. And the reason I did that is like if I would do push-ups or if I was doing like mountain biking or kayaking where I was wearing my gloves, I would always be triggering those yep. buttons. Mm -hmm. Well, now that we have the protector around there, yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Nice. So I have flipped the the watch back to its the where it is, uh, where it's intended to be. Thank you, you know, Tim Cook, Steve Jobs, Johnny Ive, whoever developed this thing. 
But what I find now is when I go to squeeze the the watch to push one of those buttons, You're I trigger the other one and I start a workout. <laughs> so, so I got to work on that a little bit about repositioning and you know retraining my muscle memory on that. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah. overall, I like it. Um, you know, yes, uh, everything they say about it is true. It's not as good a battery life as the Garmin Phoenix, yada, yada. I get it. It's true. You're right. But it's an Apple Watch, which I like. I am happy in the Apple ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so they're, therefore it's, you know, I'm happy. And it's, it's, it's the best Apple Watch I've ever had. <laughs> uh so well so i am gonna have to get another fitness tracker um yep. because i want uh, i i want to track it and i want to lose weight so if i'm going to lose weight i've got to know how much how many calories i'm accurately burning to yep. how much i can accurately eat because if you're not tracking you're i just i mean you end up eating like oh, if you had a 2000 budget and you don't track it you're probably doing 2,800, 3,000, <laughs> at least me. <laughs> probably, you know, yeah. what do they say what, what gets managed gets measured. No, what gets okay. measured gets managed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah. So I'm going to have to get back on a fitness tracker um, because I do want to lose some weight before next spring. And back, yeah. Back to the dark side. What I may do is I, is there a smaller ultra? Now, like, there's only one, there is one ultra. The only variation is in the bands, not even the colors right now. Because the so, Apple Watch, the, the the seven, I guess, the one that I had, yep. I would like it to be slightly smaller. And that's just because the watch is kind of, I live a very active lifestyle. Yep. And, and that edge, I just knew I was going to tear it up. I mean, so two things, they do make smaller models. Mm -hmm. There's the 42 millimeter, right? Which mm -hmm. is, you know, for, for, well, generally for women, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they, so they do make a smaller version there and you can also, um, you can get a case for it. You know, exactly. and I know a lot of people don't want to, I don't want a case. I had a case on mine for a long time and the, I, I didn't mind it. The only time that I had any problems with my case was in the summer running when it's really hot. I would mm -hmm. and sweat would start to build up under the, the uh, case mm -hmm. and make it impossible to use the touchscreen. Yeah. So, so I may, that's the only time I had a problem with it. What I may do is get the smaller size and then get the protector, which will probably take it to about the size. It, the large one would be without mm -hmm. a protector yep. because I do kettlebells on a regular basis. And when okay. I pick up the kettlebell, it swings. Down. Oh, the, it, that's the one thing I, yes, I cannot do like a Turkish getup or something yeah. like that with an Apple watch. No, it, without what I have to do is I have to flip it around every time. Yep. You know, like every, whichever move I'm doing, I have to flip the watch that becomes a pain. I, I feel you. Yeah. Um, one thing you could do for that though, which I've done is if you have a nice big adjustable strap, just mm -hmm. adjust it and wear it on your uh, heart, higher up on your forearm. Mm -hmm. yep. That works. And I found too, not only does it work, it gives way more accurate readings for heart yeah. rate. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that is something you could, you could consider doing when you're doing kettlebell workouts, just wear it like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny. One of the women in our class, in our, at our morning CrossFit class, she wears her fitness tracker on her ankle because she wears a watch but she wants to do the tracking and she doesn't want to wear two devices. And uh, so we make fun of her, you know, tell her don't get too far. The, you know, the, the sheriff will come <laughs> looking. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Cause, cause I wear, um, I have my watch and I wear a heart rate monitor, but I usually wear my heart rate monitor on my upper arm around my bicep triceps area. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I do. That seems to be least invasive for me. Yeah. So I'm going to take a look at the Garmin, a, a serious look at the Garmin. Um, yeah. I did like the, there's some things I liked about the Apple watch. The, the one thing that really, the only really annoying, annoying thing was it didn't always respond to my touch. Like I hmm. slide, slide, slide. You know, I, I hate hitting things three or four times to get them to do what I want. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I've got rough hands. I don't know. 
I mean, I've had stuff like that happen from time to time, but it was a rarity. Mm-hmm. You know, so in in general, I've found it to be pretty responsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I may I may come back into the Apple world. We'll see. I will welcome you back with open arms. <laughs> At least I didn't throw the Apple Watch in a creek. <laughs> uh, you know, yep, that's good. <laughs> oh, man. All, All right. right. What else we got? So, um, are you watching Lord of the Rings, The Ring of Power? I am not. Are you going to? Probably. Yeah, I... I... I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I've 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 watched all of the Lord of Rings. I mean, I've watched yeah. uh, the whole series, the Hobbit series. Oh, I mean, yeah, so I've watched them all. I'm a fantasy guy. Oh yeah. But I'm I didn't really say I was in love with it. I mean, okay. it's not my my favorite because I read I read a lot of fantasy before Tolkien. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I read a lot of fantasy in the 90s that was predecessors to Tolkien. And then somebody said, well, oh, you love all this fantasy. You should read The Hobbit. I'm like, oh, good. I mean, they're like, it's classic. And yeah. I read it. And I was like, this is like a child's book uh, compared to the to the fi- <laughs> fantasy fiction that I had been reading. Mm-hmm. It, it was groundbreaking then when he wrote yeah. it. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't groundbreaking 20 years later when people had emulated <laughs> what, yes, and improved, what refined upon. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, but it's interesting, the the um, the Ring of Power. And it's got it's like adding some history. It's it's adding prequel stuff that you didn't. It, I don't know. It's just making it a deeper so now are they did is this new original content or is this stuff lifted from other tolkien works like is this like you know from the silmarillion and other things or is this stuff that amazon people have made up i do not know the answer to that uh but the the thought occurred to me i was like well is this is this yeah like you said is this our other content or is Mm -hmm. this um complete fiction like um the what is the the dragon um house of dragons yeah yes. house of dragons i mean uh, the author's uh, dead <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you say, you know, who's doing it? but then again george rr R. martin is still alive and he didn't that didn't uh stop him from not doing the last season of of uh you know uh that game of thrones there yeah game of thrones i thought he was dead george rr R. martin yeah i don't think so Huh. Uh, George. J.R.R. Tolkien is. Yeah. I thought Martin was dead. No. I, I guess that's why. I mean, I, I thought no, he, was, he dead was just dead. on Yahoo News 17 hours ago. No. Well, yeah. Not dead yet. <laughs> no, he just didn't finish. He, you know, got into that. Like, I don't know. It's like the same thing. Like, happens to, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of prolific writers sometimes just don't finish stuff. You yeah. Know? So. Oh, that's funny. They call him the American Tolkien. I don't know it's... about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not really. A, 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 I, I listened to an interview of him years ago on um, NPR, and it was, um, uh, you know, like not a mistake that his name, you know, he has RR as his middle initials and things like mm-hmm. that was, you know, that wasn't a coincidence. He did that on purpose mm-hmm. uh, to make him sound more Tolkien-esque. And so yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah. And then, uh, so last week was last week. What? Yeah. Yeah. Last week I was in Hawaii. Yep. Well, while in Hawaii, um, I was like, my wife and I decided to go surfing. Never you surfed. Told me, you mentioned that. Yeah. Never been surfing in my life. Can't like, say that anymore. In, yeah. I'm like, well, we're in Hawaii. These are definitely kiddie waves. I mean, it was, <laughs> I said, there's a surf school. Let's, let's go to surf school let's and surf. Yeah. And we did. And I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, so I, I'm going to try to do some more. And that's why I was querying you and Scott to see if you guys surfed. I'm like, hey, this might be a good opportunity to get the three of us together and 
places from time to time and go surfing. <laughs> There's an interesting idea. And now, he's on the West Coast. We could surf out there. Yeah. The East yeah. Coast. We could surf. We can surf in the East Coast in certain times of the year and the South, the Southern East Coast. We could surf in Florida. Um, yeah, I, I guess I would have to. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to take up serving, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I'm one lesson ahead of you. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I have spent exactly one and a half hours of my life surfing. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. um no i i've um i i have a a few i know three people i know three people all ladies who have surfed mm -hmm. it's kind of funny yeah i don't know any guys who've surfed other than you now you're the first one yeah i mean you find a hot surfer chick well i mean you know i I might have a date with one this weekend for all we know i mean for just... all we know that might be a... <laughs> for all we know <laughs> oh man uh, well, and it was a really good workout. I mean, yeah, I've heard uh, that. The, the paddle out, get to where you're going to go. The entire experience is on balance. So you you're using all your core muscles all, mm -hmm. you know, throughout the whole experience. Uh, and then I saw some really old people who were still surfing. I mean, mm -hmm. they weren't they were in good shape, too. I mean, yep. <laughs> so. Yep. I didn't see a lot of fat people out there surfing other than myself. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the majority of people who were surfing were in good shape and uh, you really don't have to go as fast. I mean, obviously if you're going to do these competition waves, those guys are in phenomenal shape and phenomenal, you know, up on their game and, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm talking about get out there, find a decent wave and ride it in. You could do that at any age. You don't have to be really fast. You got to have good balance. You got to have a good, you know, ability, upper body strength to paddle, get to where you need to be and then stand up. <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. So maybe I can convince you, uh, you and Scott, or maybe you, or maybe Scott, somebody go surfing with me. Let's go to go surfing, surfing safari. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, it could be fun. I mean, I, I, a lot of people do it. So apparently, you know, they, they must think it's fun. Otherwise, mm -hmm. why would they do it? Right. Yeah. 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 So cool. We'll see. I, I think my next John Scott will be see? to Scott, Scott. will. Yeah. Scott. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> the uh, I think I'm going to try to go to Cocoa Beach. So the 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 Ron John surf shop ron john there. surf shop yes i have heard of this yeah i've heard of i mean i i've seen their gear and shirts and things like that i'm like oh i didn't know it was a real surf shop i thought it's it was a just, thing yeah it was like ocean pacific or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> cool. the, so the original days, op one of these days we can go surf cool so do you well you're macbook is a well it's it's not a macbook it's a mac MacBook, air macbook air macbook air macbook air m2 processor m2 processor it is ultra portable it's a 13 inch right correct yeah. and so you're still pleased with that extremely mm -hmm. did yeah, you get I'm a dock no no dock so when you plug up you're just plugging up directly into so yeah, that's the, the, the downside is, uh, right now I have, um, audio headphone jack connected on one side. Uh, I've got the MagSafe power adapter connected in another, mm -hmm. and I have a USB-C adapter, which does both a USB-A connection to a hub and an HDMI output driving my big screen. Okay. So the USB-A goes to, you know, like my mouse, um, a bunch of other stuff, like, you know, mouse charging my phone, um, microphone, camera, etc. cetera. So mm -hmm. it's going to a lot. So I have three connections that I need to click, click, click instead of like slap into a dock. Yeah. Well, I have two. I mean, I have a, I have a dock on my MacBook Pro. It's mm -hmm. got a double... Uh, USB-C on one side that okay. I connect in and that's got all my 
peripheral ports, the USB ports, video, Ethernet. And then on the other side, I still have to put in the power. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it doesn't charge by USB-C by one of those connections? It does, but it won't charge with that docking station. That docking station doesn't have... Well, it's not really a docking station. It's It attaches to it. It, it doesn't have its own power source. It's getting Got its it. power from the laptop. So I still had to get power to it some way. And that's with its power cord. Got it. Got mm. it. Okay. I follow you. I follow you. So I really want, I really want a, a 13 inch MacBook yep. Air or a MacBook Pro. Yep. I like them. And, you know, like my first MacBook, I don't remember if I had the very first generation MacBook Air or if it was the second generation, um, but I really like them. And I like the, I just like the ultra portable. And, you know, mm -hmm. when I'm doing work for hours at a time, I've got my external display right now. And, you know, I can do spreadsheets and stuff like that, which is, is nice. But a lot of the time I'm just sitting at the kitchen counter or on my exercise bike just with the laptop. And, you know, if I'm doing like Zoom meetings or just sending emails or, mm -hmm. you know, Slack messages, I don't need huge, huge screen real estate. Yeah. Yeah. My dilemma is I've got <clears throat> got too much hardware to justify buying a, a 13 inch ultra portable because I have a 13 inch ultra portable Dell. Yep. And I have my MacBook Pro and neither one of them are aged out to where I could <laughs> yeah. can't can't delegate that to another employee or a daughter or a wife or something. I could. I probably could. You know, and I used to do hand me downs. And, yeah. And then I was thinking with the 13, my Dell, the 13, um, it, it can do everything that I want to do except messaging. The, yeah, I don't, I don't know why messaging is so important to me, but it is so convenient to have messaging right in my laptop. <laughs> Same thing, and you know this is why uh, why friend of the show Scott Wilsey gets you know still gets irate because I started a Signal channel with him, mm -hmm. and you know he would send me a message on messages when I was on a Windows machine, and I have to look over start typing back on the small screen of the, the, the phone when I'm like right here, I have this full size keyboard right here, you know? So <laughs> yeah. that's why signal is still a thing. Plus, you know, if you're paranoid and you don't want other people snooping on your stuff, there's another reason. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I do. Well, and, and sometimes, uh, sometimes I want to send full messages that have a lot of information, not just a, Hey, Peter. You know? <laughs> yep. yep. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So, and, and you can't really, rely on you know dictation because uh, that's a joke yeah have you noticed dictation <laughs> getting getting worse with well, like watch well not with watch os 9 but with ios 16 i think it's gotten worse all the way and and a word it is amazing yeah dictation <laughs> is just oh that's why on all my devices you are peter the greek because nobody can t understand nicolaitis anymore i was <laughs> trying to message you that message I sent you when I was saying I was running, you know, like ETA 10 minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was talking to my phone for about five minutes <laughs> trying to get it to message you uh -huh. and I couldn't and it just wouldn't listen. And, you know, it kept on asking me like which Adam Bell and, uh, <laughs> and, and like, you know, I would tell it and it just, I could not get it to, to, to message you. And then in the end, it's like, which Adam Bell would give me your phone number or your iCloud account. <laughs> and I would say, you know, blah, blah, blah at iCloud.com because that's how it said it. And it says, okay, I'll send him that message. Adam Bell at iCloud.com. Like, <sighs> wait, who are you sending? You were just asking me who to send to. Yeah. And now you're sending someone. <laughs> An email address. Like, <laughs> what the hell? So that was yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, it was. I mean, I always fought. I mean, we've talked about it before, but I've always fought with a word about your name. It used. I used to have to say Nicolaitis, which I'm Nicolaitis. like, fine. If, if I know that, fine. That's fine. Yes. But but she won't even say. It. But what's funny is I have a friend whose last name is Lasur, and yep. I sent. You know, I said. I was, I was, uh, on a message. I was on my, I was my watch and I was like, let me try it. Or my phone. I was like, let me try it. I said, call Ryan Lasur. And it said, calling Ryan Lasur. I'm like, 
You can say Lasur, but you can't say Nicolaitis. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I have to say Nicolaitis. Yeah. <laughs> when I talk to the lady in the tube. Yeah. And, and you know, with um, with Siri, you can customize that, though. You can pronounce, you can enter pronunciations of people. I don't think you can do that with um, with the other thing, though, with with uh, the A word. Mm hmm. So <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. Yeah. So. All right. Um, and then we've talked about Meraki Go, haven't we? I believe we have. Yeah. So a little bit more. So I have. I have implemented a Meraki Go. So that is Meraki. It's in beta. So it's Meraki's small business consumer home router. So router, Wi-Fi, switch. Yeah. Um, and the really cool thing about it is that you can uh, manage it through the web portal or you can manage it on your phone. And it's okay. it's essentially the same, uh, it's the same interface on your phone or web portal. It's just, it's ported on your phone and it shrinks it down. It's got a different version for your phone, but it is still the same web page. Got it. So that is nice, but it's still a little janky um, as <laughs> <Okay>. far as, <laughs> you know, how it works. And, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a Meraki Meraki address and it did know when I tried to sign up for my Meraki Go, it said, you can't use your same email address because you have a Meraki account and the Meraki yep. Go. I get that. I under, I mean, I just, I was going to try that because then I'd only have one email address and different passwords for the different portal. Yep. But, but they talked enough that they knew, they knew of one another. So that, I guess that's good. So I signed up with a, you know, a different email address. No, no problem. But this last time I had problems adding the device. It took a little while. MFA took a long time to set up. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, well, you set up your MFA. And then it said, then I go ahead and log in as MFA. And they're like, well, no, you're going to have to wait for the MFA to replicate. I mean, so it knew that because when I went to enter my MFA, it said, well, if you just changed your MFA, it may take up to 15 minutes to pro yeah. propagate. I'm like, okay. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that goes back to that delivery the mass producing delivery uh you know i think they've got a decent idea i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna last um so i've got a decent maroc because i'm taking one down to the farm because i want to do some i want to do some intelligent vpn routing <laughs> at the farm at the farm because that's uh, where i always think about where do i where do i need to route intelligently for via vpn yeah. well so i have a hulu account okay and i'm not sharing it with well with anybody but my immediate family my <gasps> my four the four of us my two girls myself and my yep. wife yep. well i have to set it up it recognized it here at home, but then I signed in down there at the farm, which is a different location, different zip code. It said, oh, you're in a different location. Mm -hmm. Make this your home or make that your home. But you can't have both your home. Yeah, have two homes. Can't have two homes. Heaven forbid. So I set up the farm as my home because the reason that I put it at the farm or I wanted to watch it at the farm is so we could watch football on the weekends at the farm. When I'm at home, I've got direct TV, so I can just watch it here. Sure. But it's ridiculous because I, I am paying full price. I'm paying $76 a month for my Hulu account. Yep. I do have two houses. I'm not trying to pull something funny here. I'm not trying to share it with you on the sly or anything like that. You know, yeah, but we don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't know that. But it's not I'm like, well, what if I just showed you my address? It, two locations can can we not can we not pro provide a method for this to be no 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 not even gonna consider That's it That's so easy. what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna route all hulu traffic from my home to my farm so that i can watch sports for which i'm paying i'm <laughs> i'm not trying to get anything that i'm not already paying for right and if, but they don't know that no so, you know yeah and it's, <laughs> it's interesting when you know companies taking different uh, approaches on that you know ranging from the we're assuming you're a crook uh to the you know thing what netflix <laughs> did for years and years was like you can use it share the account fine make five people on the account it's great no problem you know mm -hmm. so anyway yeah um i noticed you had a question about me still liking sonos uh-huh 
So it's funny you mentioned that because like I'm embedded in the Sonos ecosystem. I have it throughout my home. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much every room in the house, not every room, but on average, there's more Sonos uh, speakers than there are rooms in my house. <laughs> um, and I have this, uh, it's, Airplay still is somewhat problematic, but it got better after I upgraded the hardware to to the to the next generation. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of first generation stuff, and in Sonos's defense, it's all ten years old. Yeah, and it still works pretty well. Like every mm-hmm. now and then, I'll get some drops here and there, and it's always with AirPlay, you know, coming from my phone. Right. And so the workaround is like I don't play it everywhere, ranging from the third floor all the way down to the basement. Mm-hmm. I turn off a couple of those rooms that I'm not going to be in for the next few hours, and it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually, as you mentioned that yesterday or last night or today, I actually thought about getting another newer Sonos speaker <laughs> because I you know, had had someone over and she was streaming stuff to one room from her phone. I wanted to stream stuff from my phone to another room, mm-hmm. but I can't because I only have one Sonos speaker that has AirPlay enabled. Yeah. So I couldn't do that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so I was like, ah, oh, if I had a second one, you know. So <laughs> and Sonos keeps on emailing, we'll give you 15% off if you trade in. And I was like, ah, it's it's hard. And then I have another friend who has um uh the Denon stuff, the uh you know equipment. And I really think the sound quality is better than Sonos. Oh wow. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the fence, but you know, like I don't want to rip and replace everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to think as much like, oh, well, when I'm in the this room, stream to that. But when I'm in that room, stream to that. But, you know, and then the, the whole question about interference between the different devices. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I want to do it? Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> overall, my Sonos experience has been positive. I will say that mm-hmm. Um the biggest problems have always come around airplay and, and stuff like that. That's where the, the issues have been. So, yeah. So I have a client right now that, that they have, they're a point of sale retail client and they want to have speakers on the floor. I mean, it's just, it's good for their environment, uh, which I mean, most retail do. I mean, so it makes sense. And, um, they've got an existing, like just an old school speaker stereo system that they're using right. and they're wanting to, they wanted my advice. And I said, well, first off, I'm not AV. We're not AV. We're computers. Now we got to work with the AV folks, but let me, uh, let me talk to an AV company that mm-hmm. we work with. And I talked to them and I explained and he's like, dude, you ought to just try Sonos. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get a full AV system in there, fine. I'll come in there and look at it. But you could mm-hmm. you could get you a couple Sonos speakers in that small place mm-hmm. and run it, and it'll be just fine. So I've I've definitely put a few in there. Um, I've definitely thrown a few Sonos devices in, like uh, at at least one business uh, nearby mm-hmm. that I've you know, done some work for. Um, and you know, it, it seems to work pretty well. Like these are not tech savvy people. And years later, the only question I ever had was like, what's the password for the Sonos account? We need to log in again. I was like, <laughs> here's your password, which I do not share. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. And, and you can run that on a PC or on a mobile device as far as like setting up music to run all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can. And it's, it's pretty slick. Mm -hmm. is that that'd be more what i would do in my in my own house is my wife's computers upstairs is run the sonos software right off her computer and it's on the same land and same wireless it's not segmented it's all home so i could probably do that yep exactly yep it's i i like it i like it um the the one thing about sonos is you do have to have it on your main land though because you control it via lan as opposed to over, um, you know, over the internet. Mm-hmm. So that's something where you can't throw it on your IOT network. 
Yeah. Unless your phone always go also goes to them. So, no. Yeah. So Which overall, there you kind of where it should be anyway. Yeah. Well, I would love to throw it on the IoT network. Yeah, your phone probably should. Everything should be isolated, but but it can't be isolated. You have yeah. to talk directly. That's the whole thing. So. Uh huh. Um, we're a little. I, I know we got a little bit of a late start, but I'm running a little bit late myself, and I do have another call I need to jump on. But I did want right. to throw in one quick nifty. Okay. Fast nifty in, and then we can do a better one next week. There's this little free open source app called Rectangle for Mac OS. And it lets you size up, uh, automatically do window snapping and with a variety of settings. So if you ever want to like be able to drag a window and make it take up, say, the top half of your screen or the left half or one third columns or something like that. Yeah. Rectangle lets you do that. It's very similar to a Power Toys thing for Microsoft Windows. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty slick and I like it. I was going to buy something called Moom from a, a company called many tricks for like nine, 10 bucks or so. Yeah. I found out that rectangle was actually more intuitive for me and free. <laughs> so I used yeah. rectangle. Yeah. Sorry, many tricks. <laughs> yeah. On that note, we need to roll. So yes, sir. So why don't you take us out. We'll do it. So we do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic or you want to tell us great, great surf locations where we can all three join up and meet and learn to be ultra surfers, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com or you could hunt Peter down at paradigmcc.com, yogawithpeter.com, friendswithbeer.com, or at Nicolaitis on Twitter. You could find and me. Sorry, just a slight, a slight update there. Friendswithbeer.com. Oh, I can't say it. Scott will punch me if I say it right now. He'll get Friendswithbeer.com is getting revamped soon. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave that out there. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No throat punching for you. No punching in the throat. <laughs> all right. And then if you want to reach me at Sublime Computer Services at www.sublimecomp.com or... Uh, coming soon is our rrlavenderfarm.com. There is a, a splash page there, but you can see it. And you can find me on Twitter at Sublime Comp. And with that, I think it's time to push the big red button. Big red button! To contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.